and rolling. Alright, well, let's get the technology to cooperate. Maybe. Ladies and gentlemen, here for the singing of our national anthem, accompanied by the President's own United States Marine Band, please welcome Lady Gaga. clapping on television it just sounds so like i don't know like bothers my ears or you think that they would learn by now to uh put the microphones and cameras away from the photo cameras so you don't hear the shutters clicking constantly anyways i had to look that up uh I like some of Lady Gaga's singing when she actually sings. <laughs> um, I like that song that her and Bradley Cooper did also.
Um, she did a song with Tony Bennett. Um, she did a song with uh, Metallica. Sing. She's actually quite the singer, a lot like um, Miley Cyrus. Miley Cyrus does some like badass uh, cover versions of uh, old country songs. Like she does, she does a great version of uh, Dolly Parton's song "Jolene" uh, that I, I really dig. I didn't know Miley could sing like that. Uh, I mean, if some of these people would use their God-given talent instead of uh, everything having to be a gimmick or a a pop song, oh my gosh, we have some beautiful music today. Uh, and, and truthfully, you know, I hardly listen to the radio as far as anything uh, new goes. I listen to classic rock. I listen to crooners uh, because everybody on the radio today sounds the same. And uh, I just don't get it. I was listening to some country, a country station, and they were like rapping and like, where, where's, where's King George? Where's George Strait these days? I mean, I know he's officially retired from uh, tour, touring, even though he's got a couple of concerts scheduled somewhere once the uh, pandemic thing is over. But, uh, you know, where are people that sing anymore? You know, everything's like shit auto-tuned music, with a few exceptions like Jamie Johnson, Chris Stapleton, um, Guns N' Roses, but they're not really a studio band. They're a tour band now, uh, doing greatest hits, really. Um, but anyways, you got, uh, the, the thing I, I liked, I heard this smashing, I heard everybody talking about how Lady Gaga smashed the national anthem, how great she did. And I think that is a great version of the national anthem. Um, I didn't notice it the first time I watched the video. Because she's behind a podium. Or behind a, a wall. But when she comes out, she comes out in this like humongous red dress. Like her top was okay. It was like a conservative, you know, black top. And she had this giant uh, I don't know if you would call it a pin. It was like a decoration on her chest. And you couldn't see her, not her flesh chest, I'm talking. On the chest of her shirt or coat she was wearing. It took up half her chest. And I guess it was like a giant gold eagle. And then uh, as she's walking out, she's holding up this ginormous, puffed out, red, like a ball gown kind of dress. And it was just like, 
you know, stop being the character Lady Gaga for a minute and just be yourself. Uh, she's so beautiful and so talented. She, at this point in her career, she should know she doesn't need to do the over-the-top things, especially at a presidential inauguration. I know I'm nitpicking, but I, in a way, I, I want to say that she's so talented and such an attractive woman. She doesn't need to, you know, do the weird stuff like she did early on. Where she made a, what she wore a dress made out of meat or something weird. Uh, you know, one time. But whatever. Great version of the National Anthem. One of my favorite songs. And I actually have on my uh, like playlist that I go to. Uh, my favorite songs. Whatever my hits. Back in the day it would have been called a mixtape. But um, anyhow... Uh, I mean, I have several versions of the, the National Anthem on there, and it, it gets me goosebumps, man, every time I hear it. Um, so, this is Americana, the American way with Big John. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at the real underscore Big John. You can find me on Parlor when it becomes comes back online um, at the real Big John. Of course, on Anchor.fm and all the other podcasts and uh, YouTube and Rumble also. So, I was scrolling through my Facebook feed today and saw something stupid. I, I swear, uh, some, somewhere in central Ohio, a village is missing its idiot. Uh, Republican Congressman Steve Stivers wants to tie the next $1,400 or whatever it is stimulus check to whether or not you get a COVID vaccination. So if you don't get the vaccine, you don't get the welfare check. And my friend and I, I comment on her status and it's like, do they realize this is not their money? That this is our money that they're just they they took from us, or that we gave to them in good faith. Uh, you know, I don't know what Steve Stivers' gimmick is with this. I don't I don't know Steve Stivers personally, so I won't get into it. But I thought that was pretty stupid. Now some of the Republicans in Senate, like Mittens Romney are saying that, uh, well, it's too soon for another stimulus. We just did a stimulus. Well, one, you p-diddled around till after the election to hurt Trump with this second stimulus. You know, Trump was very adamant. He wanted two grand stimulus checks to everybody, but Democrats put so much rubbish into this stimulus bill that they knew the Republicans wouldn't go along with it. So it was a gimmick to hurt Trump. Um, we're seeing now all kinds of fun, slap-happy stuff coming out um, about COVID. And, you know, Fauci is saying, well, we may be back to some kind of normalcy by fall.
you know, they hem hawed around with these vaccines. Trump promised vaccines by year's end. Uh, and he got it. R literally days after the election, they start coming out with vaccines and he started rolling them out as fast as possible. But you ran into this issue where now they're saying, well, they rolled them out too fast and it's, it's, uh, it, now that's a problem. Uh, also, now the World Health Organization, this is a tweet from Dr. David Samadhi, MD. The World Health Organization has now released guidance to laboratories around the world to reduce their cycle count in PCR tests to get a more accurate representation of COVID cases. The current cycle is much too high and results in any particle being declared a positive case. So they're saying that the number of cases of COVID is too high. So they need to change the way they determine uh, if someone is positive for someone is positive for COVID. These COVID tests that they're doing can pick up very tiny traces of uh the cycle of the coronavirus life, I guess is the best way to put it in, in layman terms. Um, like they can pick up as many as 12 cycles or something like that, 12 particles. And so now the, the World Health Organization is saying that the virus count is too high. Well, gee whiz, you know, we had all these lockdowns, the crushing of the American economy, and all this crazy stuff. And now they're saying, oh, well, let's, uh, let's back off a little bit, you know. Uh, Dr. Fauci was in the press conference yesterday talking about, uh, you know, these new mutations of the COVID virus. And honestly, I got the, the feeling that, you know, Fauci was like, wow, now I'm back. I'm finally back on TV. I get to, you know, have my 15 minutes of fame after I, I lingered in Washington, D.C. obscurity for 50 years. <laughs> um, and he was using a lot of technical terms that I know, I mean, I mean, I had no clue what he was saying. For those of you that listen to me, you, that probably comes as no shock. Uh, but he was using, just put simply, big words to make himself sound smarter than the rest of us. Uh, instead of breaking it down into layman's terms that we could easily understand. And 
you know, he said he felt uncomfortable standing behind Trump when Trump was saying inaccurate things like hydroxychloroquine. You know, well, there was a French study and other doctors that said hydroxychloroquine did work. And there's a difference in hydroxychloroquine and chloroquine. And so, you know, Fauci said, we're nearing a, an end to this. There's some daylight. Well, why couldn't he have said that a few months ago? Uh, because, listen to this. This is what was said yesterday by Joe Biden's press secretary, the new press secretary. I don't think she's bad. I don't think she's great. I haven't, frankly, I don't really care. Um, you know, Trump's press secretaries were fighting the the majority of the press in the room and their, the press is biased. Uh, they're fighting against the biasedness of the press. And this is what she announced that Biden has done in his first day in office with some of his COVID executive orders. He established a COVID task force. Sounds strangely familiar. He authorized the use of the Military Production Act to get more personal protective equipment to doctors and nurses and other frontline workers. Somebody else did that too, I thought, about a year ago. Yeah, less than a year ago. There's guidance for from the CDC to states. Uh, hasn't that been going on for a, a long time now? They're distributing the vaccine at a faster pace. Didn't somebody already distribute millions, hundreds of millions of doses? But we're going to get 100 million more in the first 100 days of Biden, he says. Now, some of the problem with the vaccine distribution is vaccines are sitting on shelves and actually having to be thrown out. And some of that is because people, instead of making a first-come, first-serve basis, uh, and that's not necessarily fair, but in light of how the vaccine distribution is going, it may have been a better way. Because you've got some people refusing to take it and some people are saying they have uh, a, um, symptoms side effects even Dr. Fauci said he experienced side effects that's every medication has a side effect that's nothing new uh, a friend of mine said she got her second shot and her eyes hurt the next day like, oh my God, this vaccine. She was, First she was like bragging. Yeah, I got my vaccine. Donald Trump sucked. And then she's like, oh my God, this vaccine is terrible. 
I'm sick. My eyes are hurting. Donald Trump got you the vaccine in world record time, and he got distributed in record time. Uh, like I said, it was supposed to be distributed to important people first. Um, some of our higher-ranking government officials, uh, some of uh, our elderly, which I, I agree that the elderly should have gotten it first. They're the most vulnerable. Um, then you had nurses and doctors. Well, some of these nurses and doctors are going, eh, eh, I ain't doing it. So in New York, the governor, uh, Cuomo, that dipstick, he made even stricter than what the federal government's regulations were. So there were like tens of thousands of vaccines in the state of New York that sat on the shelf for too long, even though it was a refrigerator shelf, and it got to, uh, had to be thrown out. Now, the only thing that the Biden administration says they're going to do differently is they're going to communicate with people better. You know, Trump's coronavirus task force for the longest time had daily press briefings. There were governors that, uh, and mayors and people that didn't want to talk to Trump. So he had to spell it out for the press there. If they don't want to talk to me, they talk to Mike Pence and then he either gets it done or uh, he talks to me and I get it done. But this was the, uh, the response and I put LOL that the only difference thing that the Biden administration is going to do from the Trump administration is communicate better. Communication, and I agree, communication is a vital tool. She said that they're going to communicate better with mayors, local officials, and healthcare officials. Uh, she said Biden quote, is a local official still. He'll get into the weeds. Now, maybe, he, I don't know what kind of weeds he's getting into. That may explain a little of his kookiness, goofiness, forgetfulness. I don't know. But Trump already had a coronavirus task force. He already used the Military Production Act for all the things Biden said he will use it for. We've been getting guidance from the CDC. Uh, they did the, a rapid uh, distribution of the, the vaccine. People just don't want it. You know, I know people that don't want the flu vaccine every year or the pneumonia or the shingles um, for whatever reason. I got my flu shot, I have for a couple years now, and um, I get it whenever they offer it to me at the doctor's office and haven't been sick. Um, I give some credit to that for my regimen of vitamins too because when this uh, first started, I, when it first got quote unquote real, in my opinion, like, uh, I said, man, I'm nervous. Like, I'm getting anxiety over this. And the media was just hyping, hyping that anxiety. 
and I looked up uh, vit yeah, vitamins or supplements, whatever, uh, herbs, that's why I looked up, herbs that uh, kill viruses. And a lot of them I've been taking for years, you know, the zinc, the vitamin C, the ginkgo biloba, um, what was that other one? It's not really good for viruses, but it's good for your, your breathing and your lungs. Um, ginseng. Um, and of course, you know, daily multivitamins. Um, but, you know, this stuff that Biden says he's going to do is stuff that the Trump administration had been doing. A task force, the Military uh, Production Act. Uh, guidance from the CDC, distribution of vaccine. But the, th the difference will be the media is going to kiss Joe Biden's ass over this stuff where they virtually refuse to report that Trump did any of it. And at one point they stopped showing his daily press briefings and they said, well, it's because Trump is saying stupid things like, can we get something to scrub the inside of the body? And then he never said, drink bleach and inject Lysol. The media said it, and they believed their own BS because they said Trump said it. He did, I, you can look up the video. It's not in his words. He does not say that. Watch what the man said. He said, can, maybe we can get something we can put inside the body to scrub the body. When it came out that... Uh, UV light from the sun cuts the lifetime of the virus down. He said, well, maybe we can shine a light into the body and do something like that. And Dr. Burks looked at him like, oh, shit, don't say that. Well, then a company came out and said, hey, we've been working on this for a while. We've been trying to do this. We, we take a UV light, we put it into somebody's respirator, and we shine UV light into their lungs to kill the uh, pneumonia and flu viruses. And of course their Twitter was taken down. Well then it was proven that they had been working on it and they've been trying to get patents on it. So Twitter had to uh, unsuspend their account. <laughs> Trump was right in so many things and you dummies didn't believe it because the media didn't spoon feed it to you. Uh, a reporter asked about, this This is hilarious, asked the press secretary about tax reform. I have never in my life heard the media or politicians refer to raising taxes as tax reform. Uh, the, I think the question was specifically... Do you think it will get done by the end of this year? And the press secretary's answer was, well, we're not sure. Uh, the priority's on the virus right now. <coughs> In other words, even these derelicts are smart enough to know that during a recession or a, a bad economic period, it's not a good idea to raise taxes. Now let's go to promises made, promises kept by Biden already. The Keystone XL Pipeline 
in one stroke of the pen, Joe Biden killed 10,000 American jobs and many more to follow because all of the cottage industries and side industries that fed off of those 10,000 jobs will die off as well. And more jobs will be lost too with the, these new uh, green energy uh, wackadoo uh, ideas. But the press secretary responded to the question of uh, Joe, why is Joe Biden uh, you know, hurting, killing American jobs already first day in office by eliminating the Keystone Pipeline. And also we may be facing a legal challenge from Canada because it hurts Canadian employees also. Her response was, his record will show he is committed to clean energy jobs. Well, how long is it going to take to, for those clean energy jobs to come online wouldn't it be like a good idea to like stick with the, the good jobs that are there and encourage growth in the other sectors instead of we're going to wipe out this one sector and uh, you're just going to have to wait till the next one comes along. Uh, she went on to say uh, these are good high paying union and then she paused clean energy jobs the focus is on the union part because they want to keep their union base you know this is working class joe we're talking about here union joe piece of shit joe that's what i call him uh she went on to say he's delivering on a promise made during the campaign and my thought was what campaign <laughs> The guy didn't leave his basement. He had a couple rallies where like 10 people showed up. Uh, and it was like a joke. He did not campaign. Now he did say, you know, no new fracking. He did say that, you know, he would get rid of the Keystone Pipeline. Uh, and some people hated Trump so much they didn't care about that, which I think is petty and stupid. But the fact of the matter is, you know, what a campaign promised to keep hurting hardworking people and killing American jobs. Their goal is to end fossil fuel usage in the United States by 2035. That's 14 years from now that's going to hurt so many people and it's going to take it, these green new jobs are not going to happen overnight now in America we have uh, electrical cars they don't they don't get the mileage uh, the distance that gasoline power cars do I think Tesla has a 600 mile battery now but if it depends on how you drive the car, you know, just like with gasoline, you're going to use more gasoline the faster you drive. Um, I hope that they have a plan in their infrastructure to encourage more gas stations to get charging stations for batteries. But I don't know how long it takes to charge one of these electric car batteries, but I'm seeing, uh, 
the really high-end car companies now uh, starting to go to electric cars. Um, you have some crappy little Chevy thing. I think it's called the Chevy Bolt, B-O-L-T, because the Chevy Volt, V-L-O-T, didn't work out. But um, uh, even Lamborghini is coming out with like a 1,400 horsepower electric car, which would be just badass. And Rolls-Royce has a couple, uh, not that I'm ever going to own either of those, but I'm just saying for conversation's sake. Uh, Rolls-Royce is coming out with electric cars. So, you know, you can say what you want to say. I'm not making your mind up or your decisions for you. You can agree or disagree with me. But... The things that Biden is doing for the coronavirus uh, response, I don't see where it's any different than what Trump already did. And uh, it's just that the media is going to feed it to you now. Uh, Fauci today said that we're seeing less cases per day, that it looks like it's starting to plateau again. I mean... But then he went on to say, because, you know, he can't give Biden credit for the plateau. So he had to say, I, this, may, this might just be, you know, the post-holiday plateau, you know, because the holidays are over now. The spike we saw from the holidays, this might be the plateauing of that spike. Because he doesn't want to give Trump credit for getting the vaccine out there, and that's more than likely what's causing the uh, the plateau, the downturn in the uh, number of cases per day and things like that. Also, we now know that the number of cases was inflated because if you had the tiniest bit of COVID in your system, they said you were a uh, case of uh, coronavirus. And so... The World Health Organization is now telling people to look for higher levels of coronavirus particles and that some of these cases, I don't know if this can be retroactive or if the doctors can look and see how many, you know, virus particles you had in your snot nose. But anyways, they're, they're going to lower the number of cases now uh, because the world economy's got to reopen. It just can't stay closed up anymore. Furthermore, they want to make Joe Biden look good because this is a globe. This is the globalist and the status quo, the establishment's boy. This is the guy they wanted. So, you know, Biden, I guess, is going to be the savior of the world because now the stats that were jerry-rigged to inflate the number of cases they're going to change the way they count the number of cases they're going to change the way they decide that you have the coronavirus so if you have just a few particles of corona in your snout well we're not going to count that anymore well maybe that's why some people said oh yeah i had the coronavirus but 
uh, never had symptoms, never got sick. I just went for a test because they were testing in my neighborhood. What, what a tangled web we weave when we practice to deceive. So that's it, guys. You decide. Do your own research. Uh, God bless you. Pray for each other. And pray for Joe Biden, man. Pray for our, our leaders around the world. Uh, and pray for each other. Thank y'all very, very much. We'll see you around like a donut, babies. Oh, come on. Shut up.